Compton, what a morning. Nick Kelly, the shy guy. It is, oh, it's one of these mornings where I go, it's so emotional. Like I've been on an emotional roller coaster since I found out the news of the sad passing of Queen Elizabeth II. And it's for so many reasons, right? How do we have all these complex emotions about somebody we've never met? Yet she has had such a profound impact in our whole lives and in our family's lives. isn't yeah. Just think about that for a second. Like, I've not met the Queen. Have you met the Queen, Nick Kelly? Absolutely not. And But somehow I'm so sad that she's passed away. I'm feeling all the feelings for her family. And the other thing I was thinking about while I was on my way in here is like, usually, and I just went through this and I've shared this on the show, like my dad passed away, but he was only in his 70s. Queen Elizabeth was in her 90s. Yeah. But what happens when a parent passes away is the kids feel the grief, right? Of course you feel the grief. But for Charles, who's now King Charles, he just has to sign on to carry the crown. And well, it, tomorrow at 3.30, he meets the Prime Minister and it's just, they press on. Yeah. It's business as usual. That to me is so strange because I'm like, where where's all the real human parts of this story for that family? Yeah. But it's like the crown, it appears is the highest order and the, the sacrifice that Queen Elizabeth II has made to, I think, be the longest serving monarch and to do her job at, at the highest order, is it's monumental. It's I don't think it's something that anybody else on this planet will have the opportunity to do. There's yeah. no quiet quitting for her, you know, like she had to step up when she got put into power so many years ago and has done every day since then stepping up. And so for her now to be able to, I think, you know, like, is there an ideal way to pass away? I don't know. But being surrounded by your family in your mid-90s after your partner has recently passed away a few years ago, maybe that is the dream. Like, maybe that's the way because it was peaceful and she didn't suffer and she was able to then, you know, hand over this really important job to her son who's been waiting in the wings since the day he was born. Absolutely. It's so, it, like, it just, it's how just, am it's I It's weird emotions, isn't it? And it, it's so funny what you said, like, the grief you feel for someone you've never met. Never met. And I mean, in the UK, they call her the nation's granny. I mean, she kind yes. of was like the world's granny. She, she was, was everyone's grandma in a weird she way. She was. And look, I, I had an opportunity. So I nearly met Queen Elizabeth II. Really? Nearly. What? And I missed out. I know. And now, like, so this story is like, oh, so... When I was six, so I grew up in England. I was born in the UK. I was born in Hastings in East Sussex. And I went to primary school there until I was eight years old. And then my family, we moved to Australia. So um, so my school, Sandown Primary School in the UK, there was an opportunity to go and meet the Queen. And what they did, I must have been in like year th- two, maybe year two. And they sent, I think, like two kids from the school And the way they did it is they got everyone to reach into a bucket in the primary school, all the kids, and pull out a coloured little block. What? They they raffled off meeting the Queen? Yeah, because how else do you do it fairly? Because, And I think at the time as well it was like, well, if we just send the smart kids, that's not fair for the kids who aren't as academically advanced. If we just send the sporty kids, that's not fair for the uncoordinated kids. And which of the two were you? Of course I was both sporty and academic. (laughs) So I would have been selected anyway. Um, But so they put it down to luck and it turns out I was one of the lucky kids as well because... (laughs) 
they said when everyone had their blocks and they said, who has a red block? And I had a red block and I was like, I do. And this other girl, I think her name was Claire Pimble. She was like, I do. And they were like, you are the two representatives from Sandown Primary School that will be meeting the Queen. And so I was meant to go on a particular, I think it was a Friday, it was like a whole thing. And the day before I got gastro and I was in the hospital and I had to forfeit meeting the Queen that day because obviously you can't, well, I couldn't even. You can't meet the Queen with gastro. You can't pass that I was hospitalised. It It was a very, very bad case. You know, sometimes with gastro you can maybe swing it, like just don't tell anyone. (laughs) I've never personally thought that, but to swing it. I reckon there's like a strain of gastro where you could probably get away with like going to work or meeting the Queen or whatever and no one would know if you just had like enough support, if you know what I mean. And a couple of changes of clothes. But my my case was very severe and I was hospitalized. And so I never I never met the Queen. And I've I've said my whole life, I'm like, will I ever get this opportunity again? And no, absolutely not now because she's sadly passed away. But at yeah. least I feel like I've got a, a, a nice memory. Well, it's not gastro is not a nice memory, but at least no. it's a bit of a fun story. You know what I mean? <laughs> share all the fun queen stories that we've got today to celebrate her life. Well, that's a wrap for the Hit Breakfast Show. If you missed anything or want to catch up on any of our shows anytime you like, download the free listener app. Search for L-I-S-T-N-R. The Hit Breakfast Show.